I Like Your Dress is recorded in Vancouver, British Columbia, on the traditional territory of the Musqueam, Tsleil-Waututh, and Coast Salish people. Join us every two weeks for a new adventure. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It's been a long time. Uh, this is another episode of I Like Your Dress with your host, Tori. Ali, yet again, is still not here for the season for now. She'll probably pop in at some point. I sure hope so. She still exists. She's just doing school and life. But um, yeah, anyway, I do have a lovely guest today uh, who is actually been with us on the show for a while now. I don't know when he first joined us, um, but you, you may recognize him. You may not. <laughs> I I do. I know. That's what counts. I, this is the worst introduction ever. <laughs> He's my good friend and our, what is your title again? What do you do? Oh, I think we called it producer, but person who runs around in the background and often pushes website buttons. So yeah, he, he does that. He's that. He's one of our producers slash, uh, I don't know, project manager people, I guess, helping us with various things. He's great. Welcome to the show, Cam, for the first time. Hello. Yay. Hello. How's it going? This is your audio debut. How does it feel to talk into a microphone? Oh, deeply stressful. I am terrified of this <laughs> thing sitting in front of my face. You're doing great. I'm jealous because you guys can't tell because this is a podcast, but he has a very beautiful, he has the exact microphone I wanted, which is rainbow and gorgeous. And I'm jealous. Yes. It makes lots of fun colors. Apparently you can change the colors, have not figured it out. So I mean, it's changing colors right now. So you got that. I guess you could pick like one color. I think so. I think, yeah. Or you can, you can set it, but I don't know. I, You're I just, just like, it's cool. It's, it's just cool. It's pretty and I love it. <laughs> That's how I buy everything. Oh my God. We have so much in common. If Ali were here, this would be hilarious. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be perfect. You'd be like, ah, anyway. Um, yeah, so today we have a fun topic as well. I'm very excited. Uh, we even went together to this event, which is another Vancouver special uh, for you guys because we're focusing on Vancouver businesses and events this season, although we kind of always did. Uh, we're very clearly defining our parameters for once to make it fun. I don't know. You know, we're figuring out how the podcast goes. It, it's exciting to evolve and kind of uh, clarify what you do. So anyways, we are doing uh, the Vancouver... Wow, I can't even say my own city's name. <clears throat> <laughs> We're talking about the Vancouver Mural Festival today, a super awesome event that's been going on for a couple of years now. This was the fifth year, actually, since it started. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't know it was that old. I, to me, it seems really new, but um, I guess it's been going on for a hot minute. Yeah. Yeah, it, it feels a lot more recent than that, but awesome. Cool. No, it was founded in 2016. And for those who don't know, it's obviously a festival where they, Vancouver puts up murals on walls in the city. Pretty self-explanatory, but hey. Maybe it's your first time. I don't know. Maybe you've never heard of this before, but it's a, a pretty cool phenomenon that a couple cities do. Um, and Vancouver is one of them. And it's so much fun because like, I didn't even, because again, I didn't know this happened. It's happened in 2016. So I'm guessing all those early murals that I probably saw in my days when I lived in Kitsilano, went to university as a student, but they're probably like mural festival murals that I was just like, cool, that's a nice mural. Yeah, that would make sense. I had no idea there was a greater meaning behind all of it. <laughs> a whole big conspiracy conspiracy some artists are cooperating and putting art on walls <laughs> not, it's not a conspiracy when it's true <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys so i sorry to all the art conspirators out there you've been found out um <laughs> so yeah basically uh a group of i assume artists and other cool people got together and they are part of a, a bigger nonprofit in bc um sort of doing cool shit in vancouver i guess and uh they have even other events too but um 
I just think it's really awesome. The morale stuff specifically, which is what we talked about because we went there. It actually goes throughout August is like where they kind of celebrate them. You can see them all year. Um, we even went and we saw like older year murals from the past. Yeah, from a couple of years past, yeah. Which was fun. Um, but they have over 250 murals that they've made now. Apparently. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, uh, so we saw like 10. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe five. I don't know. I mean, I already forget how many we saw. Um, yeah, yeah. Just scratching the surface, it seems. <laughs> really? I know. You could go, you'd have to spend like more than one day, like probably a whole week. If you could see every single day, oh my God, new challenge, new social media challenge. How many murals? Who's going to be the one to see all 250 in like the shortest amount of time? Because that'd be hilarious. Can you imagine? It would be, uh, yeah, you're committing like a week of your life to looking at art, which is probably a good way to spend a week. But be a pretty good week, but also like rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be like, you get so tired by the end of it, you'd be like, oh my God, more art. <laughs> more art, never again. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, I could, I never get tired of art like that. Um, but yeah, so they have a couple of missions. Their mission, number one, create meaningful experiences that connect people and art. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Very cool. I support that mission. Um, and really, apparently the vision, which is slightly different from the mission, don't ask me how that works, but uh, to build a society that deeply, deeply values art and culture, which again, pretty cool. Um, makes sense. And yeah, it really brings a lot of, I think, more interesting dynamics to cities and makes also there's like less graffiti in, in a sense because there's like the huge murals taking up you know space on buildings that might otherwise just kind of be like me especially in like uh you know a certain part of the city certain areas can just be a little less less fun so i like i think it's good for that um, and actually they maintain the murals which i didn't really think about oh wow um, yeah so they do maintain them and stuff like that um one cool thing, which I didn't know also, is that they don't have uh, any overarching themes, which is funny because we did notice some themes when we were going looking at ours. So the reasoning behind that is, I mean, they want people to submit tons of art, uh, but they do sometimes pick based on like the geographic ge geography and the historical significance of the area. So like when we were in Chinatown, we saw some murals like celebrating, you know, uh, probably the history of the area with some um, Asian representation and also like uh, lots of people from the black community in the murals and historical relevant people because there used to be uh, a very large community down there and I mean Jimi Hendrix and his grandmother had a uh, kitchen I think down there which is kind of cool Jimi Hendrix famous guitarist yeah. and Cooper, right? <laughs> pretty cool very cool um, he's great I love what's the one I think all along the watchtower that's probably my favorite Jimi Hendrix song Blech. I just can't speak today. I'm so sorry. Words are hard. <laughs> they are hard. I drink water so that I, normally when I drink coffee, I like can't speak very well. So I'm like, I'm gonna drink water so my mouth will be working properly. Well hydrated. Resists. <laughs> hydrated, you know. Yeah, so that's kind of cool that the themes sort of are there, but they're also not there. So you could submit literally anything to them. Um, but you know, obviously they're gonna pick things that might make more sense with whatever area. So like I should do a mural on my house with my face on it. <laughs> do it absolutely 100 percent. and then and then just they'll be like oh we have to accept this mural because it celebrates the area <laughs> <laughs> dory's house no <laughs> everyone know where i live <laughs> that would be can you imagine if someone did like just painted their face on their house i mean it's a great way to stake your claim like <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like giving directions to your friends and you're like oh what's your address just look for my face <laughs> two lefts and then my face <laughs> uh, these are the ideas I have all the time. What's wrong with me? Um, 
I, I <laughs> okay, no, enough of that. Also, I really love the stats. I mean, you kind of know this because you did a lot more research than I did before we went. Oh. Um, Cam, Cam, Dan, well, you downloaded the app. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, a lot is a strong word, but yes. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I just brought my eyeballs. But yeah, there's there's some interesting things that of like, and I think you even pulled this up on one of the websites too. So they have 92% of them are local artists that have made them reels, which is super awesome, like representation, you know, city artists. Um, 42% are women and non-binary. 45 were indigenous artists. And there's, oh, I'm wrong. There's 350, sorry, 300 murals. There's a lot. Apparently oh 250 God. is an old stat and now this is 300. So I'm guessing there's 50 more or something that have added since the other thing I read. Questionable sources, conflicting evidence. I'll solve that in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which one's right? You got to go count the murals to find out. <laughs> Please get back to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm like, I'm making everyone, the listeners do my job. <laughs> um, artists can get involved uh, a number of ways. I mean, there's also, I think Cam, you were telling me as well that there's like volunteers doing tours in certain areas. Or something yeah, yeah totally for it seemed like for a chunk of the actual festival in and of itself you could sign up and get tours so you walked around and have i guess probably the history or the meaning behind the pieces explained to you but we were a little bit late i think we missed it by like three days or something like that yeah it had just ended when we went so if you uh next year hopefully though you can go to the see the tours or just get your friend cam to download the app and make him read it aloud to you because that works too <laughs> i can Hot tip I can read words and I can walk places. So there you go. Hot tips from Tori. Get your friends to do it for you. So, yeah. um, I owe you a beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, anyway, when the artists getting involved, anyone can actually apply. Like you don't have to be a, a professional muralist, which is the word for, I guess, a person who makes murals, which is adorable. I did not know that that word existed. So I learned a thing. Um, but yeah, anyone could do it. They just really want people to be active artists, I guess, so that you, you know, they can, if you're just like, I don't know, a random person who has no art existence in the world, maybe they wouldn't want that because, you know, what I mean, they're going to put your like Instagram on it and shit. Um, so they do want artists who are like active, but there's no requirements to be like a professional. You could be an amateur. So maybe I'll send some art next year. Who knows? I'm not who knows? actually that active. <laughs> I used to have an art Instagram, but like I don't maintain it very well, so I don't anymore. I'll do it for like a year and then I'll delete it and then I'll make it again and then I'll delete it. <laughs> That's fair. And the cycle continues. It's a problem. <laughs> it's fine. No, it's not a problem. Also, they have another cool thing, which they just did this year for the first time, which was the VMF Winter Arts, the first free public exhibition of augmented reality. I saw the pictures of this. It was really cool. Yeah, during COVID, I guess, they wanted to do some sort of virtual AR art stuff. And you can actually see some pictures on the website of some of the art that was submitted and used um but it was another like kind of friendly way to go around the city and see art without like being too close to each other and being able to like stay six feet apart kind of thing uh for two weeks in february they did it for the first time and wow. it was really interesting yeah did you see the pictures they're yeah. so cool oh wow yeah i'm looking at it right now this is amazing right i was like it's and it's it's not even there but it is there trivia <laughs> it's real and it's fake augmented reality is is next level I'm just waiting for augmented, like, clean my room reality. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm super on board for, like, augmented food reality. You don't got to go shopping anymore. Just hamburger. 
Yeah, I don't know. And then also, I guess the, there are lots of uh, other ways to involved through just attending. Uh, apparently over like 150,000 people, they say, attend the festival each year. But I, I'm sure that number is way higher than just 100,000. What if you just count people just going to work and they just see a mural and they're like, that's nice. Yeah, I mean, how many <laughs> how many thousands of people must commute into and out of Vancouver every okay, wait, day hey. anyway? This is how we figure it out. We go onto dating apps. We look at how many people have mural in the background. We count all those people because they all took a picture with mural. Yeah, that's how many people go every year. Oh yeah, and you, and you probably multiply that number by like ten because you know sample size. It's true. That's only date non dating non dating single people. Single. <laughs> those are the dating people, not the non dating. <laughs> But, but yeah, we shouldn't assume maybe they're trying, but you know, <laughs> oh no, I don't know. I'm just, yeah. But, um, I know it was really cool. It was really fun. We, we went on a really good little coffee walk around Chinatown mostly and gas towns where Cam and I explored, but there's like all over the city, different neighborhoods they've done. And I'm sure they'll only keep growing over the years and putting them in more areas. So wherever you live in Vancouver, you can definitely find something nearby to explore, um, get a coffee, go for a walk. It was kind of rainy the day we went and then it was really sunny. And then I was wearing a rain jacket and then I got sweaty, but that's just the nature of life. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The walk, the walk back up the hill for me was a sweaty and slow one. So. Oh no. Cause you had to get home. Yeah. Yeah. This. That's New West for you. That is, that is. My aunt lived there for years, and so whenever I'd go to her house, it was like her driveway was like. <laughs> nice. You don't park there, <laughs> <laughs> unless you want to risk losing your car. Like, Phew. I don't know. Yeah, and live life on the edge. It's fun. Yeah, live life on a very steep hill. Actually, it's not the edge. It's yeah. not quite the edge. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What was your favorite part? We saw a couple murals. What was your favorite adventure when we went and, and, and checked it out? Oh, man. Uh, my favorite part was probably the the first sort of cluster that we saw in kind of the Hogan's Alley area. Mm, um, yeah. I mean, I also had looked into those the most ahead of time. But some of the art there was incredible and the use of colors and the movement and just the, the emotion and stuff. Mm. It was I think I think I just spent five minutes going, oh, wow, because all I had to say was, oh, wow. It was genuinely so incredible. <laughs> You're just like Owen Wilson. Is he the one who says, wow? I think so. And that's it. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, 100%. There was some beautiful art. I loved what we saw. Um, and some were huge. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Like the, like the full side of a building in some instances. It's incredible. It's bonkers. And like the art, artist having to plan it out and like, the detail of it still while also being huge you're just like oh i i, I could not paint nearly as well as most of the people <laughs> yeah but there was also some cool like there was that futuristic one that we saw as well by the coffee shops yeah absolutely it was a lot of like geometry and sort of futury shapes and stuff yeah yeah it was a mix of it's a mix of a lot of things so whatever your art style what if you like you'll probably like find something because they're all very different from each other too um like there's definitely ones that were like portraits but there's also ones that are ge ge geomet geometrical i don't know if i'm saying that right or if it's a word but it is now Min minting it <laughs> yeah it, that that geometrical tm copyrighted it's mine now it, you have to pay me to use it <laughs> make it make it an nft and sell it on the internet or something <laughs> so tempting there's like a 12 year old boy making nfts who's like making like thousands and thousands of dollars. I'm yeah. like, who the fuck? It is a How? wicked and wild world out there. I, I don't understand any of it. Yeah, I should get it on. I should get it on that. It's probably like gold. Gotta do it now. And then it's gonna just be stupid. <laughs> I know, AR virtual reality 
art. We sell NFT that somehow. I don't know. We got this. You probably can. I don't know. It's probably been done. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely. Um, yeah, I realized I didn't do a lot of questions in the preparation. I was just like, I'm list a bunch of facts. It's very awkward. So I don't know. It's fair. I'm, I'm, I'm terrible. <laughs> what? Um, uh, oh. What do you think is a good thing to talk about next? Well, I'll turn the question around on you. What was your favorite part of everything that we went to see? Oh, shit. I like when people do that because I'm like, thank God. I had no idea what to do next. Um, My favorite part of the festival, I really liked... Well, I liked the variety of skill level. Like some of the art was very, very impressive and like would take me, I would have to have years of art, art drawing and painting to know, get even close to replicating it. But then some of the art was like, you know, probably something that I could paint if I was very, very patient, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and like plan things out and like had a good straight line abilities. Um, I'm sure they use tape or something, but <laughs> or maybe they freehand it. I don't know. Probably not. Um, so I thought it was kind of cool that they have like obviously a range of skill levels. It's not just very qualified artists, like some probably, I mean, they're all qualified artists. They're all amazing. Um, but you know, it's a range of talent and, and interpretation and style. It's not just one uniform kind of thing uh, or like modern art museums where you go and it's like so abstract that you're like is this is this art it's three lines i don't yeah. get it um <laughs> is there more here or am i overthinking this oh it was really funny we were looking for one of the murals and we were like is that the mural and it was like construction that, that just had like it did have the picture of the mural on it, but much smaller than the actual mural. Oh, yeah, and a like, little the sign or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was like a sign above, like, a uh, what is it called? Scaffolding. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, what? Is the scaffolding the mural? And we're like, that doesn't make sense. It's going to get taken down. Yeah. Um, that was really funny. Um, but, yeah, like, anyway, range of skill level is what I really liked about it. Um, and they're all, there's often a clump of them kind of in one place. So you can see two or three like or like the five we saw all in like Chinatown area were all walkable so you can kind of get get a couple pieces of art in in one you know not even one hour in like 10 minutes you just walk probably more than 10 minutes but an hour I would say you can see a couple things instead of just like having to drive from one part of the city to another part of the city and being like ah it's so far um so that was kind of nice they are well located um and they just make the city look so pretty yeah absolutely love me some art <laughs> yeah i'll have to do the actual tours next time that would be more fun <laughs> yeah I, I genuinely didn't realize it was a thing until i looked into it and i was like oh yesterday was the last day we could have done it whoops whoopsie daisies oh well that's okay that's probably what the volunteers do or like i doubt you know like the one the guides are probably something like that my guess I, you, you'd think so huh the artists are paid that much i know <laughs> Pay your artists. Yes. That's important. We all, we support uh, people who pay people here at I Like Your Dress. <laughs> big, big promotion to people that actually pay people. Yes, especially artists. I don't know. There's so many things that can be like exposure. I mean, I get that as a writer. Like people will be like, write some blogs for me and you can get exposure to my 12 Twitter followers. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, thank my, you. My Instagram is popping all six likes per post. <sighs> But, but how about $6 per post? No, <laughs> <laughs> no I'm kidding. Um, yeah, don't, don't not pay people just because they're creative. Always pay people. I mean, always pay people in general. 
So, you know, good rule of thumb. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, they, then they'll actually do what, what you need to do. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool. It's, it, it's a good festival. Um, it's a fun thing to check out in the city. And it's like a great like little date night. Hey, it's free. There you go. First date. Take them to stare at some walls. Absolutely. We are. We're all broke out here. It's Vancouver. It's just the way it, it is. It's yeah. Rent be like that. I was looking at apartments because I was like, I'd like to move into an apartment by myself. And then I was like, I would not like to move into an apartment by myself. I cannot afford it. <laughs> yeah. Show up and help. If I didn't eat food. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Mr. Landlord. Here's my kidney. Yeah. Yeah. Vancouver life. That's fine. We'll survive. We persist, though, with our many roommates and dark basement suites. Dark. Um, thank, thank God this is not a visual medium because I don't need you guys seeing my dirty room. Yeah. <laughs> Yet I tell you about it. So I guess I mean, this is a lose lose situation, but oh well. Um, yeah. I don't know. What, what would you do if you submitted a piece of art to, like, hypothetically, if you were like going to make a mural and submit it, what would you make a mural of? Oh, man. Um, I don't know. I've I've been living my nerdy fantasy dreams throughout COVID, so it'd probably be something D and D related. My nice. Yeah, I, I don't know. My current character is a drow, so probably some Lolf inspired something or other. Big old spider oh, I goddess. I support that. Oh my god, a spider goddess mural would be so cool. <gasps> With like some purple and some greens or something. Yeah, I guess some like dark, dark emotional colors in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And drow are pretty cool because it's like an evil elf, right? Elf? Yeah, yeah. Words. evil underground elf are you playing oh my god you must be playing i want to say oh, did you, are you playing like a homemade thing or a book we are no? we're playing uh the rhyme of the frost maiden the one of the newer oh, okay i thought ones. i was gonna say out of the abyss because that's also an underground uh thing with wolf in it that i've done a little bit of it's pretty fun yeah it's cool I wrote, I, yeah, we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> There's a whole other podcast for this, I think. Separate, separate podcast. There's literally another one. I can, I, I should actually haven't had any one board game, bitch. I should. Um, but, but yeah, no, that'd be cool. I support that. If I was to make a mural, I don't know what I would make. I feel like I'd just be really cheesy and girly and do like flowers or something. Cause flowers are just kind of lumps of paint, you know? Yeah. You could just paint the wall black and then put some lumps of color here and there. And then people will see flowers. It's psychologically is true. Interesting. I believe you. <laughs> this shirt looks like flowers. It's not. <laughs> there you I'm go. kidding. It is. It actually oh, okay. is. Well. It is roses. That was a joke. Uh, but like, really, they're just splotches of color in like weird patterns. So I don't know. I mean, I guess all art is kind of just splotches of color in a pattern. Then your brain chooses what it wants. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But I like easy splotches. So probably flowers. I, I do like flowers or like plants or something. Some vines. Or again, my giant face on the side of a building. <laughs> just claim it. Claim it as your own. This is my face. Um, or I'll just do like a, 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 a smiley face with like a little tiny toque and a hat on and some ear, earphones. Hairphones? Hair Headphones. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll be like, it's me. And people will be like, doesn't look like you. I'm like, no, it's me. It's an, <laughs> it's an interpretation of me. That's the joy of art. The best thing, if you draw something and you don't know what it is, I'm stealing this from a guy on Instagram and I forget which guy it is, but uh, this artist made this really funny thing of like, if you draw something and it doesn't look like the thing, just give it a speech bubble and have it say, I am the thing. So <laughs> the people know what it is because it introduces itself. So if you draw like a really ugly potato, but no one can tell it's a potato, you just say, I'm a potato. And then everyone will know. Life hacks. 
has turned into Dory giving you weird tips all day. Please enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I am rusty with the podcasting every once in a while, at least for this show. It's been so long. Um, and I miss my alley. Oh, my God. Get back here, girl. Yeah. I must enter this. <laughs> um, that's okay. No, that's fine. She's got stuff to do. I get it. And so you get me this season, which is chill. Yeah, I feel like we've covered a lot about what it is, why we liked it, some fun discussions. Uh, that's pretty much a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, literally, I'm so bad at signing off. I'm like, okay, we did the thing. That was good. What do we do now? <laughs> Th thanks for your ears. <laughs> As Cam said, thank you for your ears. That is our new sign-off. I Like Your Dress will be coming back with some more awesome stuff, some cool local businesses and artists and just random things that we're going to be doing. Um, thank you so much, Cam, for coming in and being in front of the mic this time. It was oh. different. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll see you in a few weeks. Bye. Bye, y'all. I Like Your Dress is produced by your favorite trio, Allison Shields, Victoria Fraser, and Cameron Napier. This is a Cave Goblin podcast. For other podcasts like this, visit cavegoblins.com. We hope you have enjoyed this program.